Hello everyone, Molly here, back with another podcast. This month is Mental Health Awareness Month, and today I would like to talk to you about a topic that has been on everyone's mind and on the news, the Great Resignation. I'm sure you have heard of it either on through your friends or through media. So why is the Great Resignation such a big deal? And what does it have to do with Mental Health Awareness Month? Surveys have shown that most of the reasons why people are resigning from their work is because they're feeling overwhelmed, burnt out, basically not having a good work-life balance. And as we go through life, especially through COVID times, especially what we are hearing through media, through new researches that are coming out, having that good work-life balance is crucial in order to perform your best professionally and personally. Now, when I say work-life balance, I'm talking about anyone and everyone who works, whether you're working in a corporation, whether you're working in a hospital, whether you're working in a technical job, whether you're a homemaker, whether you're in law enforcement or government job, any type of job you have, you will experience some sort of stress, some sort of burnout, overwhelming feeling. Well, that is why we want that work-life balance. So that way you can do your work professionally, bring your best foot forward every day with a clear mind, ready to go, motivated. And then you can take some time off and for your me time and just do what makes you happy. That is what we need. So what I want to do today is I want to talk about a few tips and tricks that I've gathered over the years on how we can get that work-life balance. And if you're a manager or any leadership role on this podcast, I I strongly encourage you to take these tips and tricks that I have for you and employ them not just in your own life, but also use them to have a stronger relationship with your employees and have a stronger relationship with your families. Maybe use these tips and tricks to create some team building exercises. And as a disclaimer, I know we have an array of listeners and coming from various backgrounds, various um, job levels, uh, or maybe you're a student at a university. I I would encourage you all to take what I'm going to say today and modify it to suit your job level or your stress level or your um, whether you're a homemaker or a you're a still a or you're a student you can modify what I'm about to tell you to meet your specific needs so let's get started my first wellness inspiration is Wherever you're working, 
Create a comfortable and clutter-free workspace. This is very beneficial. Now, what is the benefit to you? This will reduce any distractions from your work time, leading to better focus and improved efficiency. Separate your professional and personal life, both physically and mentally. Number two, take a break. Every two, one and a half hours or every two hours, take five to ten minute break to look away. So, especially if you're working on a computer or you're a creative designer and you need to look at screens, look away. If you're working at a if you're a technician or uh, you're a homemaker or a, a hospital, maybe you don't work with screens that much. Even then, in your schedule, workout breaks. If you have, uh, if you're studying, again, schedule some breaks. I know that midterm is coming up or that final exam is coming up, but it's important to take those breaks say every two hours. Now, what is the benefit to you? This lets your brain relax and recharge, preventing burnout and fatigue in the future. You can see increased focus and productivity at work and overall better mental health. So a pro tip here is to use an alarm, such as like a clock or a phone or maybe your smartwatch to remind you um, when you need to take those interval breaks. And remember, those breaks are your time. So if you need to get a quick nap in or maybe you want to just sit and meditate for those 10 minutes, whatever it may be. But basically, for those 10 minutes, whatever work you're doing is, does not exist. If you're a homemaker and you have little ones at home, perhaps my suggestion to you is to work around your little one's schedules. So when they sleep, that is your me time to do whatever you need to do. So focus, so make your schedule around their schedule. So when they take a nap or maybe they're gone to daycare or school or they're gone to a friend's house or they're or maybe they're at home and they're sitting playing they're completely content with their life at the moment that is your time for, to devote to yourself and just take a breath and recharge number 3 Stay hydrated. It's easy to say, hard to do, right? It is important to stay hydrated. It's important to get those electrolytes in our bodies. So that way our mind stays sharp. Our muscles and joints stay fluid and sharp. Uh, so, it's, so hydration is key. And when we are busy with work, or studies or whatever, we forget about hydration. So my pro tip number one is to set an alarm. Uh, again, on your phone, smartwatch, whatever, uh, what have you, for every one to two hours at least, at least one hour. 
um, to get up and get water. Now, I'm not talking about get soda or other drinks. They don't count. No, get water. You don't like to drink water because it is, well, tasteless. Then there are little packets that come with uh, food coloring and they have certain tastes. You could try those out. But again, make sure you're selecting good packets from uh, good companies that don't have harmful chemicals in it. Pro tip here, pro tip number two, every morning before you start your day, fill up your water bottle and keep it next to you the entire time. And just keep sipping your water throughout the day. Especially if you're in a job that requires a lot of running around. You know, you're a homemaker with little ones or you're working at a hospital and you just run around, run around, run around, run around. Then an Having that water bottle, you know, in your coat pocket or what have you, or maybe around your belt. That way you can, if you have your water with you at all times, then you don't have to worry about, then get going to get water, taking out time specifically to go and grab water, won't feel like a chore. All right. So next tip, I don't remember what tip number we are on. <laughs> practice mindfulness. So this uh, practice mindfulness is a great way to basically keep yourself in check, keep yourself alert and make sure you are mindful and aware of what your body needs, what your day needs, and how you can satisfy both uh, those needs. So one ex example, trying deep breathing techniques throughout the day. You know, when like when you're doing your breaks, do some meditation or you do some breathing exercises. You know, again, the day can get hectic. It can get overwhelming. So getting that just sitting down or standing up, whatever, what have you, just breathing, taking some deep breathe, breaths, getting that oxygen flowing to your brain. Wake up, recharge, you got this, and move forward with confidence. Second thing here, another example is planning your day to certain tasks and not deviating from those tasks. Which is important because, you know, you again, you have a lot to do, but how to do it? That's why it's important, you know, maybe get a planner and plan out what needs to be done the night before, perhaps. I know that's one thing that I do. I, uh, I never thought I was a writer or a planner or a, a journaling type of person, but I realized I am. Uh, Last year, especially through COVID, there was a lot to do, and um, I couldn't handle it. So I wouldn't sleep well. In fact, there were nights where I wouldn't sleep at all. So I realized, I did some research online, and um, I decided, you know, okay, I, I, I was so sure. I'm like, I, I'm not a journaling person at all. I will never do this. But... um. 
lo and behold, I am, and I do do it. Uh, so I have a journal next to my bedside, and before going to sleep, I write down what I need to do for the next day. And not just for the next day, I've made two columns on that journal. One column is what I need to do the next day for sure. And the other column is I don't have to do it the next day, but it needs to be done in the coming weeks. So that way it's like a brain dump. I've dumped out everything that I need on this piece of paper. And so now my mind is free of any thoughts and now I can sleep because everything that I've that are everything that constantly kept me awake I've written it down it is secure I will not forget it of course I fell asleep right away and I've been following this trick for uh, well it's been a good few months I think it's almost been I want to say five months yeah um, a little more than five months but yeah and um, yeah, I never thought I'd be a journaling type. But again, so but again, everyone is different. Writing things down the night before helps me. Maybe for you, writing things down the day of helps you. Or maybe writing it down does not help you. Maybe you prefer recording your voice or whatever floats your boat. Whatever can help you plan your day so that you're not feeling overwhelmed and you can focus on the main tasks at hand. And that way you can slowly, inch by inch, you will get through all your tasks for that week. But if you're over overwhelmed and you try to multitask, there's a high chance that it will not get done and you will experience that burnout, which hence leads to our topic of great resignation. So those are my main tips, but I would like to leave you with one last crucial tip. And that is support. Do not hesitate, people, to ask for help when you need it. It's very important to have a good support system. Not just in your family, not just in your friends, but also in your work. You know, it's really it's important to work in a healthy environment. It's important to work in a healthy environment with people that can support each other, that can lift each other up when someone is down, that can help each other. Um, and so... It's important to have a good family network, a good healthy friends network, a good healthy work if you are working, then good work network. If you're studying, then a good network of students that you perhaps study with. Having that good support system is very crucial because we cannot do this alone, right? And sometimes we do need that shoulder to lean on. We do need that shoulder to cry on. Sometimes we just need to hear those supportive words from someone else in order to bring a smile on our faces. And not and this is not just for work and 
students. Uh, if you're a homemaker and on this same thing, uh, I would suggest, you know, you know, getting a community out there of other homemakers who are, or if you have little ones, having your community look around your neighborhood and form a community of other parents. Again, have that support system so that way if something, you know, if you're feeling down, if, if something is overwhelming, you can just talk it out with your friends and have that support system to lift e to lift each other up and move on with self better self-esteem and better confidence. And that way you don't have and that way it can help alleviate that risk of burnout. If you're a manager, again, if you're a manager or leadership and or some sort of leadership and you're listening in on this podcast, you're, as a leader, your employees or your students or what have you look up to you. Use this opportunity to build relationships, healthy relationships with your colleagues and really promote that team spirit. And not just once, but for, for life. And through this, you'll not only retain your employees, but um, a lot of you will find you'll make some pretty great friends, maybe lifelong friends. So that is all I have. That is my time. I hope you enjoyed it. And of course, be the best version of you. Thank you.